The cries of the men echoed through the landscape, shouting orders and threats as they combed the wilderness. Dusk was fast approaching as they raced through the foliage and clawing branches that reached out over the small footpaths, and the soles of their combat boots landed lightly in blunt thumps and crunching twigs. They knew the terrain very well, which was not a good thing for their human quarry, an intruder that fled the scene after they shot and killed four others. They pursued him relentlessly. Miserable and lonely, the sky stretched from one horizon to another above him, clear heavens void of any movement or life. No birds or clouds populated the pastel pink and blue overhead that hovered over the perilous woods below. With every descending hillock or sandy path, the atmosphere chilled around his burning cheeks and chest as he ran for his life. In his right hand, he clutched the evidence of their treachery, and in his left, he was still grasping a large broken brick. Breathing laboriously, their target wove from left to right through the meager parts of the woods, hoping to evade them before the landscape opened up in a flat plain of weeds and rocks. Once a river, the dry bed was the border between their perimeter and the exposure of the national road where they could not follow. His heart raced, and his legs burned, the unsteady footing of his wet boots threatening injury with every leap over the uneven grass. Around him the cooling breeze rose as he neared open field, and it stirred his hair. Sweat trickled into his eyes and blurred his vision, but he could not afford to stop. Then he heard something terrifying behind him, and he listened closely to the barking to determine how far behind him they were. Dogs! Oh, Christ, what's next? he panted desperately. It occurred to Sam that he would have to change his plans, whether he wanted to or not. With those dogs on his tracks, he would have no chance of making it across the open field toward the road. They would catch up to him in no time, so he had to veer right from his path, re-entering the cover of the low trees and the brush that carpeted the forest floor. He ran past the ruins of several old buildings from bygone eras, weakened by his fatigue. Sam was driven on only by his will to survive, because his body had run completely out of steam. Now that he entered the deserted old village, barely more than a collection of concrete foundations and steel skeletons, he noticed how hungry he was. It was a totally inconvenient complaint of his body, and he found it a nuisance as he navigated the lost lanes of the overgrown settlement. Far off the dogs yelped, but the shouts had ceased. This was cause for concern, because to Sam Cleave, mercenaries were kind of like spiders. As long as he knew where they were, he knew where to flee to. But now that they were quiet, there was no indication of their location. Gradually, the forest grew darker, its shelter no solace for the investigative journalist. Not only would he have to worry about his chasers after dark, but the nocturnal cravings of the woodland animals— he had been to Germany before, but he hardly knew what kind of wildlife to fear out here. Sam decided to rest a while. As long as he was quiet, he would be at some advantage. 
He needed the rest in case he had to use the cover of night to brave the alien landscape to find salvation. There was no way he would spend the night here sleeping. Not only was it unwise to continue on in morning light, but there was nothing that could convince him to sleep in one of the creepy ruins where many people, no doubt, must have died in past decades. Sam had never been superstitious, yet the past few years had swayed his opinion on the unseen forces of this world just a little. Little enough for him to vehemently oppose a night out in a deserted village where God knows what was lurking once the place was draped in night.